It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. I met somebody who had come to watch a show, an audience member. He was a man in a wheelchair. We had a picture together and he said, would you like to see my collection? I've had lots of pictures of comedians. And I said, yeah, absolutely. So then he kind of showed me through and there was a, a last couple. And then the next one was a picture of an erect penis. What? Oh my God. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. (laughs) The Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer-Holler. Welcome back on over to have a chitty chat. Yeah, sit back, relax, have a glass of wine, go for your walk, do what it is you do. I feel like so many people have routines when they they listen to us chinwag on. Well, I do with podcasts. Like, I'm, you always, you kind of associate places now or activities with things that you've heard. Mm. Do you do that? What? No. So I remember like watching TV show series and I'm like, oh, because it makes me reminisce on a particular place that I lived or like a time in my life. And I do that with podcasts too. How are you feeling today? (laughs) Because I feel like we forgot to do that last week. Ah, um, I feel good. I feel pretty good today. Same. Yeah. What is it? It's something in the water. Well, I don't know. I feel like at this point we've had like hectic full on few months leading into everything. And I don't know. I feel like maybe things are just zoning or kind of winding down definitely not winding down by the normal sense but just that intensity of new is starting to ease off a bit I think that feeling of the chaos Mm. is kind of either A we're getting a bit used to it or B yeah, maybe maybe that things are just becoming less new. Yeah, because when everything's new, it is overwhelming. I went and checked out a beach that I hadn't seen today. I met a friend, and then when I just I just randomly ended up turning off this road. And That's sat the best on thing the ever. I it love was, that. and I was like, and I always think in the back of my head, maybe this is where I'm going to meet someone. Why would like, you think that? Because I read Why would you put my pressure angel, on it? Exactly. Have you met me? But, you know, like <laughs> where, where the angel cards would be like, if you ever just feel like turning off the side of the road or answering a call or, or saying hi to someone that you don't know, be open to all the opportunities. Did you turn down that road because you thought your angel card told you it might no, lead to No, I just to wanted someone? to turn and then when I was turning, I was like, <laughs> oh, how obedient of me. <laughs> <laughs> so then I did it and I sat there and I was so fucking relaxed. Like I, I just was probably meant to sit there and not think about anything. It was really lovely. And then I meditated and here we are. Yeah, I just feel happy. Like it feels like a bit, yeah, like where things aren't as new. It feels like kind of like a bit of a next step, next stage. Or maybe because it's, I don't know, one. ahead of a couple, I don't know, like a few days off or something. I'm maybe, not sure. maybe. But uh, comedy has hit the country. Mm. Melbourne Comedy Festival's happening. Sydney Comedy Festival's not too far away. Brisbane's happened. I think Perth happens around or January. I think that's a little bit earlier. Um, but people are laughing everywhere, paying to laugh. And this particular girl um, is definitely amongst the, the popularity of that. Sarah Pascoe joins us this week. And Hello. we've got the comedian and feminist on your guest sheet. <laughs> but I was like, is that like, I don't know if that's a career. 
Yeah, I get paid to do it. Yeah, well, do you at yeah. all? No, yeah, by men. It's awful. Oh, but I mean, <laughs> is that something that's in your stand-up? Oh. Is it like... Yeah, well, it's really odd because actually... I don't, it's really odd because I also don't want to be defensive and be like, oh, I hate the word feminist because I don't at all. So it's not to like separate myself from it. But if sometimes if you're a woman and you just talk about the female experience unapologetically, that Mm. is labelled as feminist. Mm. Whereas I would just say that comedy is very subjective and it's all about your own worldview. And if you are what is seen as a subgroup that's interpreted as, oh, yeah, it's really edgy. She talks about her period. Not not just that, but like if that was the thing, and you go like, yeah. it's not edgy. It's fifty one percent of the population. Uh, so have you? We hear you. Welcome to our show, um, Sarah. Have you? Did you give yourself that title, or do you reckon that someone else watching your show and or seeing oh, what no, you so do and then going? Is that, and so it's not that I I'm not a feminist, but yeah, that's what happened. You get kind of labelled and slap that on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can, I get it. That's what that's the same kind of thing where people would be like, you girls. Oh, I don't know. Will you be able to cover all content or whatever? It's like, well, yeah. we don't need to try. We we'll just be ourselves because guess what? <laughs> yeah. Other people are interested. The women. Men yeah. of the world, yeah. and, and men too. Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We were laughing because we've got a radio show now, Sarah, from this show, and and yeah. the amount of dudes that call our show is like a big fat fuck you to everyone that thought there would yeah. ever be a problem. It's oh, well the done. fucking yeah. best. Yeah. Every time we get a decent caller, that's a guy that has respect, that's intelligent, that wants to talk to women about the conversation. Yeah. It's just the greatest gift. It's so, and it shouldn't be, but it it still feels yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, but and, and, it's, and it's only you notice it only because those people originally said like, but what about guys? Like, yeah, how yeah, exactly. It? Because otherwise oh. you probably wouldn't even notice. And maybe it's yeah. is, is that the same deal with your stand up gigs? Oh yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Like um, yeah, it's weird. All right, let's let's tuck into our topics, our gems okay. this week. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show before and you found us through Sarah, g'day, hello, how are you? Um, we're glad to have you. We are two radio chicks that are talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying each and every week on this podcast uh, and you can listen to us on the KISS Network from 7 till 9 weeknights as well. Um, but if we do a quick contents to give everybody a bit of an idea of what they can expect over the next kind of 20 or 30 minutes, um, Sarah, what's on your mind in a bit of a headline, a bite? Oh, in a bite. Um, My thing is about equality and uh, politeness and (laughs) dick pics. (laughs) (laughs) There was three very short, sharp headlines. You've absolutely smashed that brief. You won the bite competition because we are bad at it. (laughs) Okay, I'll try to have a little nibble. Um, My gem today, I want to talk about something I saw on a telly show that made me a bit sad and a bit depresso about maybe in long-term relationships, I'm talking long ones, like over decades and decades, maybe you used to be able to give that other person everything that they needed, but maybe over time that changes and you can't anymore, no matter how much you want to. It's an interesting one. You failed at the bite challenge though. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) That was more of a gulp. (laughs) Uh, And I want to talk about how feelings change everything. I really have usually have more to say, but I'm trying to no, do the bite thing. No, that was a thing. good bite. Yes, that yes. was just a small sip. Okay, so Sarah, do you want to kick it off as our guest? Um, okay. And Philip the duck will go off. It's a it's the duck that plays around on our podcast to make sure we shut the fuck up and move on when uh, it's time. Okay, so okay. don't be afraid. Right. Okay, so um, hello guys. Uh, what, <laughs> what it is is last time I was in Australia, and I'm not saying that this is an Australian thing. I think this would have happened anywhere <laughs> in the world. So, so before you anyone gets offended, um, so. Uh, I met somebody who had come to watch a show, an audience member, and he was a man in a wheelchair, which isn't relevant, apart from, um, I think, like lots of people, I make a concerted effort to 
to try and behave properly and well with everyone. And just sometimes you think like, oh, make a bit more effort with this person yeah. or make sure you meet this person in the eye or da, 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 da. So that situation was kind of happening, but f- just fine. And he, we had a picture to get together and he, he said, would you like to see my collection? I've, had, I've got lots of pictures of comedians. And I said, yeah, absolutely. And then he got, he, um, so he'd taken a picture on his phone. So then he kind of showed me through and there was the, the last couple, like Adam Hills was one of them and Sarah Kendall. And then the next one was a picture of an erect penis. What? Oh, was it his or just well, it was a dick? Because the wheels there. were in the. You could see like that. He oh was my god! You could see the wheels. Wheelchair. Was yeah. it big? Oh, um, yes. Irrelevant. Ah, but I was. Irrelevant. I'm sorry. It's it so irrelevant, irrelevant, and may have been yeah. an inappropriate question. But I kind of felt I was. I'm just intrigued. Well, if it's yeah. there, it's but like you want to know. Yeah. Yeah, and it could be like a pride thing, like, hey. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, so it was erect, right? Yeah, it was erect, <gasps> and he was holding it. And anyway, so then he kind of, sh- then he just, but he looked up at me to check I'd seen, oh, and then he showed me wow. two more photographs of comedians. Yeah. And then there was another one of his penis. So that was and- slotted in there. Yeah. yeah. How but aggressive! Is, that's awful. The thing mm-hmm. is, it was, but I, I didn't. What would have happened if? a man who wasn't in a wheelchair had shown me done this is that I would have said something to him about how rude he was. I probably would have complained. I may have called the police depending on how creeped out by him or whether yeah. I thought he was getting off on it or going to do this to other people. And, and you would think that, like, what about if this is another woman not a man she felt scared? And But I didn't. I just stood there really politely. Mm. And also I was really aware of like other people around me and wanting to seem like I was a nice person. It's awful, like, because yeah. actually I was really patronising. And, and I kept thinking afterwards, that's not equality. If you treat people as your equals, and he was my equal, he was just in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was your reaction, Sarah? I mean, did you, did you say anything? About it. No, you... nothing at oh, all. Okay. I, I felt like being um, like a teenage girl again. You know, like when you don't want to offend Were people. Were you silenced, but, kind of? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, because as a teenage girl, like, I You're remember embarrassed. Like, getting flashed or whatever. And I remember there's so much... Did you? And when you yeah. were younger? Fuck. Yeah, all the time. Um, maybe that's a London thing. Well, I've um, never been flashed. Oh, I don't remember I being flashed when I was younger. Oh, no. flashed. I thought you said flashed as in like you get embarrassed or nervous. No, no flashed. Flashed like, when like she was young. I've been like, flashed once and it was in the, I was probably about 12 or 13. I was in our, the back of our family car and there was yeah. a man in our street. And we were going around the roundabout and he had a dress on. A middle-aged oh, man, he had a dress yeah. on and he pulled up the dress and oh, I saw his yeah. penis. That Probably the easy, first yeah. penis that I ever saw. So that feeling of, I guess also because it's youth as well. So you mm. feel like you don't have a right to have a say. So yeah, that's the feeling that's you it. were feeling. Right. Yeah. So you don't know what the rules are. Mm. So I think now as an adult, and I think you work quite hard at it, you know the rules. Like, this is my bodily automaton autonomy this is how I can say to someone that's rude or that's that I don't want you to touch me or I don't know you can you leave me alone you mm. much better but in this situation all of those rules didn't seem to apply wow. or didn't isn't apply it, those rules isn't it interesting I mean moving aside from the wheelchair and the PC conversation I think mm. which is what we need to have here because yeah. that's definitely the big elephant in the room but what just made me realize that teenage kind of not having a right to speak up voice is mm. so um so very closely targeted and and attached to um gender inequality isn't it because yeah. that that feeling of of not having a voice as a younger person or at least not having the right or not being sure where you weigh yeah. in mm. is so very similar to i reckon times i felt that just being a woman what yeah. what knowing that it wasn't right but not knowing how to articulate and that not, you didn't well, feel not good even about it? knowing what you're allowed to feel or stand mm. on something or stand like what your stance could be i just had never yeah. thought about I that think, um, like that. 
Sorry, Sarah. Yeah, well, there's such a contradiction in what we ask of young women in terms of being very, very sexy, but also at the same time very, very good. Mm. And so you're kind of in control of their sexuality. And I think that in itself it creates quite a conflict in terms of what you're always thinking about is what do other people need me to be? What am I supposed to be now? How am I safest? As yeah. in because people like me. Yeah, so I, that's the I big one. What, that's the big yeah. one, is I that wonder, everybody wants to be. Well, I mean, well, girls, you're supposed to. I think there is just such a overall message with humans yeah. of people mm. need to like you, but even more so for women. It's like you, if, you're not, if you're not liked by people, then what are you? It's mm. impossible yeah. to think of any, any woman that you could be with people not liking you. It's fucking yeah. a powerful thing if you can learn yeah. to do it, if you don't yeah. care what people think. Well, but, I think with the female politicians, I think is probably the most difficult job in the world because they do just have to let go of everything. Any, mm. they're, they're treated so terribly from every angle. Yeah, and they're they're judged on everything other than their because work they, a lot of the time. They, yeah, because they just can't play that game of like people pleasing, which mm. most women have to do. But back to the P, do. back to the PC oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, I wonder yeah. who it is, Sarah, because you've obviously felt uncomfortable, but then also, secondly, uncomfortable for you know saying something that you normally would to somebody that wasn't in a wheelchair. Yeah, and I wanted to be nice. Yes, That's but the it, thing is that in that situation, I wanted to be a nice person, which actually meant I behaved wrongly rather than rightly. But it's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Because you kind of stand back from that and you analyze it and you go, well, for who or yeah. to who? You go like, okay, well, I didn't want to offend. Who are you not wanting to offend? Him yeah. or the yeah. people around yeah. you that were watching or everybody or probably, it's probably everybody all together. What altogether. a powerless yeah. place to be. Yucky. Yeah. So, yeah. Wh- okay, so let's go. This is a bit of a, it's a bit dark and we don't mm. have, we, it's, I know Philip's going to go off in a minute, but mm. what is he, what, uh, how do I say ask this question? Yeah. I'm just going to ask it. Yeah. What's he getting from that? Like well, what I'm pleasure do you get? Like is it the shocking I women think it must and the, be. and does he maybe feel like thing. yeah the, the control? I think people who flash it's it's like a thrill that they get, and I think I imagine if this guy had done it before, he's probably used to people not saying anything. Well, you said Sarah that he yeah. was watching your face the entire time yeah. that he showed he, you he the, met, the dick pic. Yeah, yeah, he met my yeah. eyes to mm. check that he that I had seen it. Wow, yeah. that's messed up. When, yeah. when I was a teenager and I worked in a charcoal chicken shop, there was a man named mm. Martin and he was mm. well known around the area. Um, there was uh, a home like for um, disabled people but he um, that were kind of in the area. So you'd often oh, yeah. see them up at the local shops, which is where I worked. But yeah. he was kind of really well known and knew everybody at the local milk bar and the buddy you know, supermarket there and he would yeah. often come in, I don't know, probably two, three times a week. Okay. And he was fairly um, mentally disabled and probably in his 40s or 50s, but he would always come into the shop and eye me um, pretty intensely and always say, I want to marry you. I'm going to marry you one day. Yeah. And often, you know, I suppose... I was probably in a in a stage of my life when you think everybody is looking at you and the world gives a fuck about you and what you're doing and the way that you look and react. So I was yeah. probably even more self-conscious, 15, 16 at the time. And I, I, I that kind of sparked that memory for me when you were talking about that feeling, Sarah, where you go, everybody is watching how I react. And if it was anybody else, you would yeah. not have yeah. an issue saying anything. But f- yeah. It's it's interesting. I wonder if you would have reacted the same if there was no other crowd around you with that man showing you that photo. Yeah, well, actually, it does change because it would have been much creepier. Like if he and I had yeah. been going in a lift, say, 
maybe I would have completely changed my behaviour, mm-hmm. not just because of awareness of others, but going, OK, now this is a predatory situation. In a group situation, you're just doing a very slight thing. If it's me and you alone, right, OK, then this was a, it's gone up a level in seriousness. Do, before we move on, do you yeah. feel like if you could go back into the situation, what would you do differently? Oh, I would just say not cool. I'd yeah, be like, okay. hey, do you know what? This isn't, very, this isn't very nice and I'm fine that you've done this. You haven't harmed me, but you might have really upset another woman and you shouldn't do this again. And yeah. I think I would just say in a non-aggressive, just a... So nice. And then see you later, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, I mean, do you think that there's anything in him that knows he can get away with it because he's in a wheelchair? Oh, I, that's my question. That's what I've wondered. <laughs> that's what I've wondered, if he knows. Like, I think he oh, must. I seem like a vulnerable person, so people are... Was he... Like, so the, the, hmm. the disability he had was pure physical? Like yeah. there wasn't... Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, well... Yeah, and I think I, he must know that he could get away with that because, by the sounds yeah. of it, it was very preempted. Like mm-hmm. that's why I asked whether the dick pics were slotted in because if it was just, oh, here's some pics of comedians, oh, here's my cock, like that yeah. would be different. But he'd strategically, obviously, yeah. preempted and meditated that you would yeah. that he would Save flick through the photos. Order. Yeah, yeah, he digitally flashed you. Wow, yeah. that's it. It yeah. happens. Fuck yeah. me, it <clears throat> moves everywhere. Like in terms of, yeah. it just evolves. Things evolve. Even from digital. Yeah, that's my point. Like it's now on camera. That's so bizarre. I'm sorry you had to experience that. That's a bit yuck. Oh, yeah. Yuck. But done now. And it's not Australia's fault, remember? (laughs) I was going to say we take partial blame and I was like, nah. Well, I was going to say we we have creeps, but everybody has creeps. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone does have creeps. Reckon the thinker girls are oversharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Can I just put a bra on first? See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. All right, I'm going to kick the... I'm going to go because yeah. I feel like I want to get this off my chest. I want to talk about how feelings actually mix up a lot of who you are and who you work on being. So I, I'm single, Sarah. Are you in a relationship yeah. or are you, yeah. you are? Okay, yeah. so I have just – it's interesting because very rarely – like I meet guys, go on dates, meet interesting people. I'm always open to things. I'm not yeah. really a big hunter for no. it. Um, but I'll dabble on but Tinder you're when I'm you're, bored. You're open. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more probably this year I've been a bit more open about what I want and that I – I've always said that I want it but a little bit more, I hmm. guess – I don't know, with an actual agenda as opposed to this bigger picture agenda. And knowing that it's more of a two-way street, not waiting for it to come to you a bit more. So being more active in taking a role. Yeah, Yeah. I've learned that. Um, So I guess I've got to a place where there's been feelings felt for someone in particular. Mm. And I just laugh at how much all of the work you can do on yourself and all of the work that I guess you plan and stem into being this person you want to be can very easily be shaken mm. by feeling something. And I'm not saying yeah. falling in love. I'm not even saying being in a relationship. Mm. Just having any kind of interest in someone of the opposite sex or, in my case, the opposite sex. Yeah. So what is it, I mean, what is it that you feel that you've worked on that's kind of been derailed? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. 
tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is there something in particular that you've gone, I've been really working hard on A or B or C? I won't. I would never say derail because I think the catch is it shakes you and then sometimes it can derail you. For me, it's just shaken me and kind of been a bit of a reminder of, don't worry, you're not going to go back to that person. But that does come up when you do feel things. And because you don't feel things all the time, it will come up because Mm. you don't have practice at it. Does that make sense? So it will challenge you a little bit. It sounds like you're really hard on yourself. Like It sounds like you have like really strict rules. And I think that's maybe the first thing is the first thing about falling in love. And actually the beginning stage, lust, even if it doesn't go the full way, is still huge because... What your body is doing is releasing huge amounts of dopamine as an incentive for you to spend time with someone or to be physical with that person. And the whole um, dopamine cycle in your brain is what happens with addiction. So, so to pair bond, your brain starts giving you these huge incentives. So it does feel like you're out of control. Well, yeah. as the creative yeah. addict in me as well, like not yeah. that I am an addict, but I, I feel like those personality traits are definitely high and in my family. I'm paranoid about it, like yeah. that you lose control and that you spiral somewhere, which fuck, if, you, if I know myself and everybody that knows yeah. me, I'm not spiraling anywhere. I'm so yeah. considered and I'm actually quite, I don't know, quite mature. But you're very, I, th- oh, I, I, think, <laughs> I think the thing is you're very work orientated. Mm-hmm. So I think you can kind of then apply those same, I don't know, those those same things to other areas of your life that aren't just in the workplace you know what I mean so you're very um, self-aware and there's lots of things in your life all different bits and pieces and elements of you as a person that you work on because I don't know that's not something that you go cool so I I work hard at work and then the rest will kind of fall in place so do you reckon that that's kind of coming into play where you go you're thinking and what can I do and what should I be doing and what shouldn't I be doing and I'll work on this feeling no I think it's more that I have fear of turning into things that didn't work in the past and Mm. because you don't always feel things with work and with all different parts of your life they come up a little bit more but when you're single it takes me a a lot to be interested in anybody to Mm. be honest like I just doesn't I don't get intrigued I don't get kind of I don't know that I don't spark up for a lot of people it takes a lot like I'm complex and I also look I kind of have not high expectations but I just I don't know. There's not many people impress me, to mm. be honest. Um, so it doesn't happen all the time where I'm flexing that muscle, you know, mm. whereas at work I'm flexing the muscle. You kind of try things, test things. Oh, I better not do that. I better do that this time. This is kind of when it comes up, you know, it might come up every once a year and you are trying to overcome things that you may have you, had a year ago or four can. years ago. Like, I think as, as long as you know what the things are that you're trying not to do. So say, for instance, the pattern you're trying not to repeat is like, oh, jealousy. Like, Well, I think, you know, okay, well, I'll be honest with yeah. you. For me, it's, um, it's well, it will always be losing myself. Yeah. Mm. That's, mm-hmm. a, I think, a really big fear. I think not in recent relationships, but in the big yeah. one, that was the big lesson I got out of it was that yeah. I, I lost myself a little bit, a but lot. I think, one, but I think but by keeping an eye on those things, actually you need new relationships to work through it and not do it again. So then, so what happens then after That's the vicious circle though, yeah. isn't it? Because then you but bow no, out. 
No, but, but instead what you do is go, no, I'm not going to like step back because I'm scared. I'm going to continue, but keep making sure that I have separate time. I spend time with my friends. Yeah. I keep refinding myself in whatever way I need to. And then go, oh, look, I can love someone in a really healthy way and still be me and separate and okay. And they can't destroy me or they don't take something away that so, is me when we break up so you reckon Sarah kind of what you're saying is that you can't completely get there or can't completely I don't know complete without that circle without yeah without that other piece you can do loads of work on yourself when you're alone but then I think that that we have relationships to learn about ourselves the stuff we can't mm. learn with our friends it's and true. I feel like when it's the right person, what's so great, you should go, oh, great, okay, this is a person who is worth going through this with. Mm, which but, which yeah. is rare, but it is, yeah. ha- it is happening. And you can't, and you do, you start to go, all of those things that are hard to kind of battle or those because things you that you want to overcome. Yeah. Because you go, well, yeah. this person is worth it or at least yeah. I'm interested yeah. to see. Yeah. Fuck, that's, it's, that's new for me. But I tell you what, the other thing is, um, you're right. And I think it is a bit of a day-by-day thing too. Mm. I, I think it is over overcoming lots of vulnerability and doing all of that. But I'm okay in it. I just think yeah. it is interesting that the second that that feeling invo- is, is there, whoa, it can be a tornado <laughs> and if, yeah. if you let it, which yeah. I haven't, but it, it's, it's full on. So like do, you feel like, do you feel like you've got the reins on it like there's particular things that if you if you hadn't done all that work on yourself and you weren't kind of aware um and and kind of I don't know just just sensing where you're at and where you've been before do you reckon if you let go of all of that and just and I'm just gonna go where the wind takes me and see how this happens and and without throwing caution to the wind you'd end up in a place where you didn't want to be I think the challenge is having a good meet in the middle. I don't think mm. it's about letting go of the reins and I don't think it's about holding on to them too tightly. And I think in the past, potentially, I've held on to them mm. and that hasn't got me into, you know, a relationship that I've been interested to trial. Mm. Um, whereas this is feels a little bit more like it's a bit of both. There's a bit of, there's a bit of to and fro here, which is nice because mm. it means you can let go a little bit, but then you've also still got, I guess, some kind of control and, and considered approaches to making sure as, as, um, as Sarah said, where you, you just kind of be mindful of it for yourself, of mm. anything yeah. that you've kind of experienced. Sometimes as well, the other thing is like, you can, it's like a little bit like being on a diet. If you're saying to yourself, Oh, I need to not lose control here. or I need to, then actually you end up focusing so much of your energy on the thing you're not doing that it's actually consuming in a different way. Mm. Like when you're on a diet and all you can think about is the foods you're not having. You think, I think about food all day long. It's so boring to have that self-control. Actually, you do have to relax a little bit. Yeah, mm. and I think you need yeah. to – well, for me, my lesson is patience and losing the control. Like that's yeah. the catch. That's what this lesson is for me anyway yeah. today. So every time I feel a bit funny or every time I – send a text off or whatever I go okay yeah. the lessons you're learning here are definitely patience mm. and and letting the control go and do yeah. you feel like you're in a place now because obviously your gem was how feelings get in the way do you feel like you're in a place with practicing that patience that you're in a space where you're enjoying it and letting it happen but then also still have a little bit of that control yeah. over it yeah, like no, you I found that balance I feel good yeah. I still I get scared of losing the belt like you know of of what is the bad stuff, yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I'm not letting that get in the way. Yeah, that's good. Which is 
a good step, I think. Yeah. Yeah, really good. And fucking hats off to the single girls that jump in and out of relationships. Like, I don't think there's a, a right or wrong way to do things, but I know I've been, the way I've approached single, I've been single for four years and I haven't been in a big relationship. I've seen guys for, lo- you know, longer periods and not. But man, you know, I, I really take my hats off to yeah. like be- people that are, are experimental or kind of go through that and that's the way they learn. And learning again each yeah. time something different. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I've, it's not as easy as it looks let me tell you yeah I don't think I so mean you don't all. want to go so far where you jump into ev- bed with everybody and you're but it depends everyone. how much you've got to lose because actually if, if you can do that without it taking anything from you then that's great that's the thing people are different like oh I'm so different yeah. yeah 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 so I um yeah. but you know that you are which I think is the the first foremost very important thing yeah and I don't I mean? want to change to be like yeah. that but I just I guess from this process I have a bit of an appreciation I'm sure it's easier for them which is why I look at it a bit in admiration yeah but mm-hmm. at the same time I don't know some of my friends do it and put their hearts on the line straight but up. everyone's got their own shit you it's know what true I mean? yeah. but I I still think it's hats off to the girls that do mm. that because I yeah. think there is something brave about it and mm. I think that should be that should be said too. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's just the Thinker Girls laughing at their latest video. Catch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Thinker Girls. All right, old mate Philip has gone off. Mm-hmm. So it's time to talk. Um, this is a gem. And I, I don't know, Sarah, have you watched House of Cards at all? Oh, yeah, I, but I had to stop Uh-oh. watching it after the first oh. season because I was so upset with something that happened in it. Oh, shit. This is going to be so tricky. Are you planning on picking up like season <laughs> yeah. two no, again? I'm not, I'm not. I'm too angry with it <laughs> because of this, for this thing that happened. Well, what happened? What pissed you You can you talk off? about it. It's fine. When, when, he, when he killed that girl. He killed Zoe. I, oh. Yeah, oh. I liked her so much. And I, and I actually, I was here. It was two Chris, years ago. you didn't have to say the name. You've got to be careful. Oh, I'm I know, sorry. you have to be careful with spoilers. I'm Please really sorry. I get Please so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone um, listening is all I'm thinking of. When he murdered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> um, but, um, so, yeah, and then I had to go and do my show and I felt like my friend had died. Oh. And I wanted to say to the audience, like, sorry, guys, I'm really grieving right now because it I'm away from home and someone just died. It was men- It's so mental. But yeah. hang on. I think the example that I will give, and I've just kind mm. of clocked the latest season, which is what, season five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think... There are certainly themes in a, of what I'm about to talk about that's happened yeah. in season one. Yeah, and don't talk yeah. about the – well, you, obviously the two main characters, the but specifics. you don't have to go into the specifics okay. like you just did. Bang, <laughs> name, dead. This person died. I'm really sorry, but people should just catch up. Okay, so what I took out of one of the episodes, and to be honest, I keep thinking about this. From It's from the latest mm. season, and it's something that made me feel sad. I was watching it, and I sh- it wasn't – I don't know, it wasn't something that typically I think everybody would watch that episode and feel, you know, sometimes when you feel that move, like you watch a movie and as you say, a a character that you love dies or somebody that you feel attached to dies, Sarah, like you just said, then you feel like you're grieving and you keep Mm. thinking about it. It's kind of like this heaviness that you carry around with you for a few days. This, this wasn't something intense like that happening that I would have thought that everybody would have felt sad about, but it was within a relationship on the show that, you know, these two people have been together for a really long time like 30 40 years Mm. like decades and decades and they had a really strong relationship they'd been through a lot they had conquered a lot but there was also an element of their relationship where um, one party kind of said to the other I know that I can't be everything that you need anymore. I can't be there to kiss you goodnight. I can't be there to kiss you in the morning. Mm. I can't be there to travel with you. So I'm okay with you being with somebody else. And I watched that episode and I was sitting next to my my boyfriend watching that. And I 
I just felt so kind of heavy in the heart because I thought, I hope that that is not a reality of life. And I get that this is a drama series, whatever, but it kind of hit home for me because I suppose you, everybody does, you know, you kind of, I don't know, there's this way of looking at the world where you, when you say I do, that you'll be together Mm. forever or, you know, today. I'm marrying my best friend and whatever comes our way, we will get through it together because we're a strong team and Mm. we do everything 50-50 and we can conquer the world. That I thought maybe you can be that person to the other person at one point in your life when you first get together because that's the reason that you want to be with him. But maybe as time goes on and, and as you both change, maybe that's actually an unrealistic thought that you can be everything to everyone forever. I think there's two things, right? Number one, I don't think anyone is ever everything to someone. No. I think you just had to rely on one person for everything that is too much. Like, I think the whole point is you have to have support networks and extended groups, and that's how you have a healthy, happy life. So you can still have the person, mm. or for some people or, that so, isn't or, one person. Yeah, several yeah people, or choose, but, like you choose yeah. that, kind of yeah. those elements that you yeah. like to hang out with and that you yeah. fall in love with, yeah. But then the other side of it is, so they think, well, scientists think that we are seasonal bonders, human beings, so that we're basically monogamous and we bond very, very deeply, but that it was never supposed to last forever. That's a cultural thing to do with religion. And also we didn't used to live very long. Like, mm-hmm. so we used to live to like 30 or yeah. 40 and it was yeah. easy to kind That's of... That's where the part. divorce rates enter yeah. because everybody's being married for... Tw- I think that yeah. the numbers are 20 years, which is about the time where we, everyone was dying. Yeah, like that and same kind a of really idea. amazing TED talk by Helen Fisher and about this, about she called, I think it's called Seven Year Rich or something like that, but it's so amazing because what actually we have to really forgive ourselves and if you want to stay in a relationship, you have to find new elements of that relationship because people change so much. Mm. And so the idea that you'll be at the same point in your life as the person you're with at all of the same times is just too ridiculous. Yeah. So many different things happen to your health, to your sex drive, um, to stress and the things that you go through. So actually it should always be like re-meeting that person and then not being really hard on yourself in terms of that there's only one happy ending, which is that you spend 70 years with them. Mm. Yeah. It so takes two people too to see it like that. Yeah. Like, you know, if one of you are like always kind of being, the, you know, we've got to explore or we've got to do this or we've yeah. got to meet new people and then the other person isn't. It wants so, to stuck, be stuck in what works. Well, just it's, that's hard yeah. and you know it's so so hard so I think that's you know there's so many reasons I don't know I've got to say I don't know if I've gone for a morbid th- a, a morbid view at things and I think a lot of people would think because I've had a breakup or whatever yeah. I, and my parents got divorced that that means it's morbid but I suppose I just have a bit more of a lighter thought process on the yeah. forever thing yeah. now mm-hmm. I just yeah. I kind of don't I don't want to have the pressure on that. Yeah. And I think what will be will be. And I still will always have that Disney sweetheart little girl in yeah. me that, that would think that's a really nice thing to think that if you met somebody and, and you were with them when you were old, there's nothing there's nothing that's not beautiful about that picture. Mm. But I also know what's really unattractive about staying in something oh, yeah. that's not yeah. great. And I know, I know yeah. the reality to that. So, And I also know that I came out bigger and better and stronger for it so Mm. I think there's something empowering in that and I think as women especially it's important to I guess take that pressure off a little bit Mm. because a I don't think that means you're going to be running away and breaking Mm. up with people but I think it 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 will also allow you to see the world not through 
monogamy, you yeah, know, and yeah. that intense pressure of there only being one way to live because yeah. that obviously is not A, the way that people are built and B, the way that the society and the world is working so anymore. You rec- so, you, so you reckon, and, and I'm kind of with you on this based on what you both kind of said, that it takes two people to be consistently and constantly evolving yeah. within yourself and within the other person to yeah, kind of but, make but things also, work. But when that doesn't but happen, might not always work. Yeah. Either, yeah. You know. then that, there's not there isn't a tragedy, but we've been told that that means like we have this terrible language like failed relationships. Oh, they're not yeah. failed; they're just relationships that have finished. And actually, sometimes that finishing is the healthiest, best thing you could do yep. if you care about someone and yourself. Mm, and I really true. feel like some relationships they just have different shelf lives, and we and should look, be like so surprised if something lasts forever, rather than thinking that anything well, that's that doesn't. What, is that's wrong. the way that I yeah. kind of have started to see things. But I think the other thing about this story and this show is that. There's also, if you open up the element to that Mm. or you open up the conversation that you then could find yourself in a relationship where you have your own rules. Like, so, you know, when you, and it was interesting what you said before, Sarah, about that choice of who that person is rather than you're my everything yeah. and you fit yeah. me and, and you and you and I will be everything so together. So getting and what you need from going, particular people. Going, yeah. I like that about you mm. and I see that you're a partner and mm. these are really mm. considered well options for me and, and attractive to me, not just that f- jumping at that feeling that I was talking yeah. about before, but being really conscious of that decision and then discussing it at a point where you yeah. also may have, you still may choose those elements, but in this relationship mm. they chose to to stay together but agreed that there were other parts that they could be getting and that's a choice and for me I see empowerment in that well there was choice on both Mm. parties Mm. on both sides and you're right just because the longest relationships aren't always doesn't always equal Mm. the best ones oh absolutely not absolutely Mm. not Sarah have you studied psychology or or something you had so much to bring on that I've actually just written a book about the female body and um, brain chemistry and my whole first like three chapters was all about love I have to read it what's it called and is it out it's called (laughs) Animal but it comes out on the 21st of April okay um, it's loads of stuff it's odd. A lot of the stuff we've just been talking about is like the kind of stuff That's that I was perfect. really having to go through. Like, how can I be? How can I really enjoy my boyfriend without this fear of? Oh, that's incredible! Yeah. Oh. yeah, we'll have to. You will have to kind of um, stay so tuned for funny. that date because we'll we'll post stuff on our oh, Facebook I page. That sounds so intriguing. Our show so much because yeah. that always brings the messages we're supposed to have <laughs> and the conversations we're supposed to have. But I found that so so insightful. So animal, um, and you can get it online at sarahpasco.com. Yeah. Uh, it's been amazing. Thank you hey, so thank much. You so much guys. Such a great Enjoy chat. The rest of your beer. Oh, <laughs> there's not much half, left yeah, of it. Halfway through. Um, but thank you very much. SarahPasco.com is where you can find her. And if you do want to check out any of our other episodes uh, or videos, articles, bits and pieces that we do, uh, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find us or subscribe to this show on iTunes. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. When do you get start getting paid? For what you actually do. When does your passion project become your actual um, everyday life work? Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.